everybody, welcome to Save Your Sorry, where we talk about the rise and fall of your favorite or sometimes least favorite celebrities. I am your host, Katrina Rochelle, and I'm here with one of my bestest friends and co-host, Jose Angel. Hello, and just one of your best friends, the best friend. You know, sometimes I kind of make sure that your head doesn't get too big. I got to put you in your place. It's it's already too big. A hundred percent. It doesn't fit through a door. All right. So who are we talking about today, Jose? Today, we'll be covering Onision. Do you know who that is? Oh, yes, I do. But I did not know that's how you pronounced it. But I'm glad. I'm glad I know now. Yeah. I'm his- calling him Onison. <laughs> don't say that because i've been trying real hard to like get the pronunciation right oh, i'm sorry i'm sorry say it for the right say it the right way for the uh the viewers and listeners onision onision i'm not gonna lie I sound like one of my cousins <laughs> his real name is gregory daniel or he has lately changed it to james jackson but oh, that sounds about white <laughs> <laughs> i will be referring to him as onision since that is his stage name all right. Normally, I don't like covering YouTube stars for a single person episode because they can fade so fast, especially nowadays. I feel like there is a new one of the news every few weeks doing something dumb. I do want to start covering them on bonus episodes once we get our Patreon up and running. But Onision has been solidified in the YouTube game for a while. And he is one of the first actual big YouTube stars kind of influencer. Mm-hmm. So there's a decent amount here. Okay. Um, must be a big scandal too yeah unfortunately or maybe fortunately depending on how you look at it i'm not doing a lot of rise to fame i will be covering mostly the scandal part Mm -hmm. and before we get started i do want to say i got my information from onision's own website slash blog from insider.com and the majority from the show onision in real life from discovery plus and for those of you who don't know who onision is he is a youtuber most famously known for i'm a banana song which is Uh just a funny little stupid song it was an annoying ass song and i did not know he was behind that i did not either that's crazy funny story why i picked him was because I had a dream about a banana and then I saw the Discovery <laughs> Plus and I'm like, it's a sign. Hey, that that's a hell of a uh, two degrees. You didn't even have six. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So let's set the scene. January 9th, 2020. Onision calls 911 and says, hi, there's a person who's been stalking me online and they just showed up to my house. They're knocking on my door. They have a bunch of camera people they're YouTube stalkers. Oh. Onision also says the main man is yelling something at the door, and there's about five people with him with cameras. The 911 operator asked, what is he yelling? And Onision says he is yelling, I just want your side of the story, Drake. Onision goes on to say that his name is not Drake, but it's James. When the 911 operator asks if Onision knows the name of the man at his door, Onision responds, it is Chris Hansen. For those of you who do do not know who Chris Hansen is, he is mostly known for the show To Catch a Predator, where he does a kind of like gotcha stained operation against people who thought they were going to meet up with a child or an underage teenager for sex. Yeah, he definitely knows how to pop out of a curtain. (laughs) Yes. To understand how we got here, we have to go back, way back. Back to November 11th, 1985, when Onision was born. (laughs) 
I'm sorry. <laughs> so we got another Scorpio on the list. Damn, they keep coming. Like, at Scorpions. this point, I'm not even surprised. Like, y'all Scorpios out here doing some horrible things, and it's just been going unnoticed, but I don't have eye on y'all now. Tell them. <laughs> Tell them about themselves. We got a lot of them. I got yes. a lot in this household, the family. <laughs> um, so, yes, Jose is personally attacking you. <laughs> we are going to... I need to tally them up. Like, there's a lot now. Yeah, I think more Scorpios than anybody. Definitely. Onision claims a doctor told his mom to abort him when she was pregnant because he had a rather large head and he could have been deformed. Mm. His mother chose not to, and Onision came out with a large head, but not deformed. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's a hell of a reason to have some input on somebody's life. And I got that from Onision's blog, so I don't know how true it is. Yeah. Onision is described by his dad, Randy, as a happy child, but somewhere there was a change. Onision's mom, Tammy, and dad divorced very early in Onision's childhood. Onision says on his website he actually doesn't remember much of his childhood. Mm-hmm. What he does kind of remember is his mom had a lot of men coming in and out of her home, one of them being one of his stepfathers which allegedly made Onision kneel down in front of a TV and say, I love you, Satan, to the TV. Onision doesn't really understand the reasoning behind this. And his stepfather was physically abusive to his mother. And Onision actually doesn't even remember that. He, like, kind of remembers it because his mom told him. But before Mm -hmm. the age of 11, he doesn't really remember anything. That's fucked up. You know, that means that was some... uh... Probably some repressed memories, some trauma blocking probably involved. Yeah, it, it could be. Onision and his two older sisters lived with their mom and spent some summers and holidays with Randy, the dad. And it was here and there. It wasn't like a set schedule. Mm-hmm. At 15 or 17, depending on the source, on the documentary on Discovery, it said 15. And that's what Onision says too. But on Newsweek.com, an article by Stephen Asark, I believe it's pronounced. It says 17, but I think it was 15. So for some reason, Onision got kicked out of his mom's house and does live with his dad and stepmom. He was no longer the happy-go-lucky kid he once was. He was this moody teenager, and his dad and stepmom started to fear him. His stepmom, Deborah, says Onision had threatened to burn the house down when he got angry. It got to the point she told her neighbors if they saw anything strange going on in their house to call the police. Mm-hmm. That's fucked up. Yeah. Around this time, Onision has come up with the name Onision, which means one divine community, according to him. It's in some language, but I don't know what language. He is starting to blog and is posting videos on MrOdd.com. I tried to look up what Mr. Odd was. I didn't really see what it was, but I guess from context clues, it was a place to post videos in the early days of social media. A a before prehistoric YouTube type of situation? Yes, this was before YouTube. And Onision starts posting, I don't even know how to describe them. They're like rants or he's preaching or telling you his side of things or, but it's about, you know, being vegetarian, his views on tattoos, how he views suicide, just stuff like that. Brandy and Deborah are trying to support Onision, talking about him going to film school to develop more skills for his videos, but the living situation soon comes to an end. During a road trip, Onision is mad he has to go on because he wants to spend time with his girlfriend instead. He's in the backseat and is blasting his music, and he has headphones on, but 
they're really loud. According to Randy and Deborah, Randy tells him to lower it, and Deborah gets involved, and he's calling her a fucking bitch. Onision's story is pretty much the same at this point, but Randy's story is Randy pulls into a gas station and turns around to take Onision's headphones off. And on the Discovery show, he says he shook him by the shoulders. And on the Newsweek article, he says he grabbed Onision by the shoulders to keep him from running. So either way, shoulders were involved. (laughs) And Onision starts kicking him. And Deborah is trying to untie Onision's shoes because he's going to run off. It leaves Randy with a bloody nose and broken glasses. Onision's story is a little different. He says he called Deborah a fucking bitch like the original story. Randy Mm -hmm. pulls over, but then he claims Randy turned around and started choking him, which resulted in Onision defending himself by kicking Randy mostly in the chest and face. So minor difference, but kind of a big difference too. Yeah. And he, the, the fact that he was labeled as a problem child don't help his account, but then if nobody was there, you don't even know. Okay. I listened to Onision described this event in one of his videos. Mm-hmm. And the thing he seems most mad about is that he did not go get to visit his girlfriend. Like he was 15 at this time. And when he was talking about it, he was older, but he was like, well, maybe he should have let me visit my girlfriend. None of this would have happened. It's like, dude. <laughs> like, yeah. That's I feel what- like, like he, I feel like he must've been acting this way because, okay. He was living with his mother who had the revolving door and then he's stuck with this abusive stepfather and he can't defend himself. He's getting picked on. He's getting abused and bullied. And then you go to this better, more positive living situation, but you're still messed up and you're still a child. You essentially, you can't work through those emotions. And instead of uh, conforming to this, this better upbringing that you've been brought up into you uh i don't know you start inflicting your your uh your emotions into violence and other abuse towards others and then a fucking it could be him just acting out yeah yeah but then it's just so crazy that that was a a catalyst you you not being able to see your girlfriend turns into this whole situation where at the end of it either way because i guess he was still functioning they didn't say how do you say this man's name? Onision. <laughs> Every time I say him, he's like, he says he wasn't harmed in the in the presence uh, presence of this incident. Besides maybe being choked, but he doesn't say like, "Oh, never mind. Let me not. I'm going down the road on like." <laughs> I think okay. Onision, but it's, it's the fact an, that you, he couldn't take blame. Like, yeah, if yeah, you, as if an adult, the whole thing go. is like, or maybe they should let me see my girlfriends. Like. As an adult, you can't see, like, hmm, maybe not. Yeah, you can't see the other side of the situation even after years have passed. It doesn't look... And that uh, is a pattern we were seeing. Either way, whichever story you believe, people do end up calling the police because they're at a gas station. And Onision is arrested and sent to juvie. Deborah claims Onision didn't come up with the strangulation allegations until court... They also claim they paid for Onision to get a lawyer and Onision is sentenced to two years probation and mandatory counseling. Bro, what? You you lying on me and I paid for your lawyer? (laughs) (laughs) After this, Randy and Onision barely have contact and Onision actually made several videos talking about his father 
In one, he claims Randy is a pedophile and even hints that maybe his memory loss is a result of being sexually abused by Randy as a child. Oof, that's ugly. You he can't doesn't do stuff like that. He doesn't say like he did it. He's like he just says, "Or well, maybe people have yeah. said that my memory loss is because of that." And it's like, mm. but you can't hint at it. Either you you're coming down on that allegation and you're accusing him of this could be a situation, or or you shouldn't mention that at all. You can't halfway want to ruin somebody's reputation. Is it you got to be all in? Yeah. So memory loss can be caused by childhood trauma, and I'm not even going to try and decide who is telling the truth on this one. Mm-hmm. But Nisian does have a habit of going like full scorched earth on people he is mad at or he thinks have wronged him in some ways, and that is pretty much Randy's defense. Randy's saying it is not true. He never abused anyone. The person Onision claims Randy abused actually went to a counselor to try to prove Randy's innocent, according to Randy and Deborah, which is a hard thing to prove, like something did not happen. But Randy said he's in the clear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's ugly, man. You got a, 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 a relationship which your a father-son relationship goes down south like that to the point where there's accusations out, but there's not concrete accusations and you can't really clean your name off besides him being in the clear you but those things don't go away on both sides yeah and once Onision gets more famous and he's making those accusations mm-hmm. like randy doesn't have a platform yeah you and then you won't have as much money and influence to ref- defend yourself or not which yeah. is whether they're true or not you should always get the chance to defend yourself in August 2005, Onision is now 19 and marries his high school girlfriend, Sky. Sky is featured in a lot of his videos. They do skits, like funny little ones. Onision is also sharing personal things and still doing a blog or vlog. This is also the year when Onision joins the Air Force and then the military police. Really? I did not know he had this type of background. No. In 2005, YouTube is also created. And in 2006, Onision joins. By 2008, Onision feels like he is done with the military. He is not happy in it and says he was request- he has requested for honorable discharge and got it. But I saw some sources say he just got general discharge, which is like a step down from that. Mm-hmm. So he's still going full steam ahead with YouTube videos. But Sky is the bread maker at this time. He's not bringing in any money. He's just doing videos. And again, just to get like a thing of what he's doing, he's he's doing funny skits. He's, you know, dancing, he's singing, but he's also giving like his personal life. And like, I'm guessing this is YouTube so early where it's like not it's, it's not a, a moneymaker at this time. He's probably he's literally just doing this because he wants to. Yes. In 2009, he teams up with Shane Dawson and starts using Shane's characters in his skits, which brings him more popularity. Man, that's a duo if I've ever heard of one. (laughs) September 25th, 2009, this is when Onision releases the song, I'm a Banana. It does pretty good, but when the show Tosh.0 airs it, it really explodes, putting Onision on the map. I love Tosh.0. I used to love it. I used to love this so much. Growing up, my brother watched it. I always thought it was stupid. Yeah, ridiculousness was like a ripoff. In 2010, so now he's famous. Like He's starting to bring in that money. 
And he's known now on the telephone. Yeah. (laughs) In 2010, a 16-year-old fan named Shiloh reaches out to Anitsiam. So he's 25, she's 16. Nope, don't like it already. No, he's 24, sorry. Even worse. (laughs) Shiloh is a Canadian singer who started her career at 13. She has opened for Lady Dada and had a young Justin Bieber open for her. I've never heard of her before. I was just about to say, I have not either. (laughs) I got to look her up. She had that emo look going on and opening for Dada. I mean, she had to be on the rise. Oh, the emo with the bangs, the swoop bangs. Yeah. And that's kind of how Nisian is too. Man, they love that mop look. (laughs) Also, just for more paint a picture. Um, I was like trying, you know, looking at the things and a lot of people said, oh, Shiloh was big in Canada. So I guess maybe she was just a bigger star in Canada than she was here in the United States. Mm-hmm. Probably. So, so 2010, she reaches out to Anision, who's now 24, and they just start talking every day and Skyping every day. He yeah. tells her he's not happily married. And when he decides to divorce Sky in 2011, when he is 25 and Shiloh is 17, he tells her he loves her and wants to be with her. Again, we find ourselves talking about someone that is something that's not technically illegal, oh, but it is nasty. icky. That's we don't. What, what, what's the rules in Canada? I feel like Canada is a better country than us. They might have better rules. It's illegal. <laughs> that's nasty. How are you it, telling a sixteen-year-old? Oh man, I'm just, I'm just so unhappy in this marriage. But I'll let you go. I know you got to get ready for homecoming. So I'm it not, does seem like he was grooming her. Of course. Ugh, it's just so nasty. Skyping and texting, bro. Shiloh says the first thing he looked up before visiting her was the age of consent where she was living. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Onision was living in Seattle, Washington, and when he planned to go visit her, he was going to drive, but he hit a deer. And But this did not stop Onision. He got on a plane and visited her anyway. But, I mean, them are pedophiles. <laughs> Things do not deter them. <laughs> Man, on, on how to catch what is it to catch a predator, bro? They was like, This dude took a taxi, his car broke down. <laughs> he made sure he got to that house and got arrested. They don't care, they they figure the risk is worth the reward, and that is why you have to put those people under the jail. Yes, they go to a hotel room and have sex. And Onision tells her, I can't wait to get you pregnant. <laughs> He ends up moving to Toronto until Shiloh turns 18 and is able to move away. Because he was surveillancing. That's not a word. He was, <laughs> he was watching her. Shiloh becomes part of the Onision channel. He talks about the relationship. He has her in the skits he wrote. And Shiloh says she usually played a dumb character and felt degraded. The line between what is a skit and what is actually the relationship starts to blur a little. Oh, There's bad. one video called Braid Abuses Me. And it's about two minutes long, and I honestly can't tell if it's a skit or what. He tells her she will never be a success and throws candy corn at her. If it is a skit, I don't really see the humor. Shiloh claims, even though around this time, Onision's views go up because of the fans she's bringing in. And she's pretty much gave up her singing career. She does not get any of the estimated 30 grand he's making a month. Um, and she was a she was I forgot about that part momentarily that she was a successful singer. Yeah, and she's been opened for by uh she's opened for Lady Gaga and you said Justin Bieber opened for her, and she goes from that to fucking 
co-YouTube star and she don't even get no profits nope. for a little nasty ass creep. <laughs> Shiloh also says he bought her a phone, but monitors what numbers she has, has all the passwords to her social media. She's not allowed to leave the house. She's not allowed to wear makeup. And he even convinces her that her relationship with her mother is inappropriate and sexual in nature because she talks to her mother every day. Yeah, he's taking the steps to be a, a stone cold, disgusting abuser. Yeah. He's hitting all the check marks. He, he really is. This causes Shiloh to cut off communication with her parents. Another big thing with Onision, he likes his partner skinny. He said it in his marriage with Sky, and now at Shiloh, he starts monitoring her weight. Damn, that's a shame. I really wanted to get with him. I really, <laughs> I really wanted him to touch on these folds. <laughs> it's, a, it's a damn shame I won't be able to knock that off my bucket list. I don't even want to call Shiloh chubby because I wouldn't say she was, but she wasn't skinny, skinny either. She was just normal looking. He likes that anorexic type look. I don't even want to. He going to start starving him. (laughs) I don't know. But even in their YouTube vids, he's making little jokes about her weight, which might seem innocent and playful, but it's not so innocent the more we learn about it. Yeah. And then when she starts getting sensitive about it or upset about it, it's it's just a joke. It's just a skit. Everybody else thinks it's funny. Like, it's that gaslighting type of stuff. Like, why are you making such a big deal out of it? While also making sure you're not eating as much as you want to and also monitoring your weight. But what's wrong with it? It's a joke. (laughs) Man, that's crazy. That does. I, he was talking about, I don't think he was talking about her, but he was talking about someone else. He's like, it's a joke. And they got mad. I'm like, whatever. If you're to get mad, get the fuck out of my house. And it's like, okay. Again, he can never take, you know, be in the wrong. Mm Mm-hmm. When they're having sex, Onision tells her she looks like an Indian warrior, which I don't know what that means. But then he takes her to the restroom and shaves her head and then continues Whoa. to have sex with her. She felt when she, he shaved her head, she felt the most degraded and like he took her dignity. I don't think it was like a forceful shaving, but I think the power dynamic in the relationship had turned into if he wants it, he gets it. Well, then, well, then it sounds like it still wasn't consensual, though. Yes. <laughs> Seems like that, she was coerced into it or she felt like she could not say no. That for fear of retribution or or something happening. I don't know. The whole situation don't sound right. How the fuck you oh that is ter- that is degrading. Yeah. I'm 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 man, I'm using your body and then I'm making decisions and controlling what happens to your body, and then I get to degrade you more by still having sex with you afterwards. Something tells me she wasn't smiling through this. And it it these, was something that got him off in, in, a, in a sadistic way. These are events according to Shiloh. I just want to put that out there. Yeah. Onision posted a video called Shiloh Forgot Me, where Shiloh is laying down on the floor and her hand is like doing this weird shaking thing and she's talking in like a baby voice and she just seems out of it. So instead of getting help, he just records it and uploads it. He didn't take take her to the hospital because he claims Shiloh didn't want to go. But later, she is diagnosed as most likely being a trauma-related seizure. As I said, it sounds like a seizure. Yeah, and apparently, I don't know for how long, but she, if it was just in that moment or long-term, but when she had that trauma-related seizure, she lost like three years of memories. 
Whoa, really? Yeah, Onision gets backlash for not getting help for Shiloh. But Shiloh later puts out a video saying, hey, I didn't want help. Everything's okay. We're fine. Did she get like, did she get him back? It was only for a, a minute that she lost three years. I don't. She got it back somewhere, but I don't know oh. how long. Ooh, that's that's scary. I don't know that seizures. Well, no, I probably could have. I probably could have put that together, but it's shocking that it would have happened so fast and that she actually recovered them. I'm glad she did. From here, Shiloh and Anissa on breakup, makeup, repeat. Shiloh threatens to kill herself and Onision calls the police. And when they come, she admits she threatens to kill herself. And she gets put in a psychiatric ward. She probably wanted that. Onision uses this to like point the finger at Shiloh saying that she's just crazy. And she moves out. He moves out of the house. And they just start trashing each other online, making videos. Mm, I feel like maybe she, she was, she probably felt trapped and she couldn't get out of that situation. She knew that if she admitted to her feeling like that, that they was going to take her. So, hell yeah, she felt like she didn't have nothing to lose. Get me out of there. Maybe. And she can get some help. But, yeah, that's shitty that he used it against her. Because yeah. getting getting help should not be looked at as a negative thing. It should be you wanting to better yourself and put yourself in a better situation mentally and physically and be a better person to others. Especially if it's a trauma-related seizure, most likely caused mm-hmm. by Onision. Yeah, like let her get the help that she needs to to make sure that that doesn't happen again and that she knows what to look out for in her body and in her mind for if that were to happen again. And maybe it is trauma related, trauma related or not. That's deeper issues. Shiloh does end up going back to Anision and they make a little skit video about it. They talk about it on their videos and then they did engage. Shiloh says. He never asked her. It was just like, we're dating aged. Because she's been groomed. And they try to have a baby. This sends Onision's views even higher. People are tuning in for the drama of it, you know, because they are detailing all this on their YouTube videos. People are like, oh, I thought she was crazy. They're back together. Oh, I'm so happy they're back together. Because I don't know, like their fans are like teenage girls. Mm-hmm. Just like these other dumb... Um- YouTube couples and stuff. They feed off that young viewership and naivete. <laughs> Shiloh does end up getting pregnant, but loses the baby and gets like sept- septic because Ooh. the fetus does not like exit. Onision makes videos saying Shiloh is lying and they do break end up breaking up for good. And his followers start attacking Shiloh, calling her a liar, saying, you know, how could you do this? That's terrible. Yeah. And again, before we can judge the fans too harshly, they are teenage girls. We can judge the fans because mm, fuck them. If they can read, they can can read me say, y'all stupid. (laughs) Also, I I, I understand teenage people being teenagers, but it's also just like, I don't know. Teenagers are stupid. I was a stupid teenager. Yeah, you were. Yeah, they can be. But they can handle it. They, they hopefully they learn. But yeah, they're stupid. Fuck. Them. I, I just <laughs> want to add before we end the Shiloh chapter of Onision's life, it was just over a year and had several breakups. That was a year relationship. That was a year, 
And I thought you were talking about at least three. No, we're in one year. Um, And I was listening to one in Nissan Talk, and he said that they broke up 14 times. Yeah, but that could be a way to establish power. Look at me without look at look at yourself without me because I didn't want you that, to yeah. up, and then you come right back. Ah, we can break up again, but if you know she's gonna come back, you, it's fine to break up, constantly. especially especially if, when you got those roots in her. When he was talking about it, he's like, "Yeah, she's mad just because I dumped her." And mm-hmm. okay, well, if you cut her off from all her friends and family, moved her to a different state, and you dumped her, she has nowhere to go. Like, it's hard to reach out after that. Mm, That's what they like, though. So let's move on. During one of Shiloh and Onision's breakups, Onision dates a woman named Adrian. They dated from September 3rd, 2011 to September 4th, 2011. So one day. Oh, I was really about to. (laughs) My dumbass concentrated on that math a little too hard. And then September 10th to September 14th. Obviously, this is a power couple. I saw some sources say September 19th, so somewhere around there. Uh, at least a week, maybe, give or take. Yeah. Later, Adrian said she felt pressure to have sex with Onision when they first met. Onision said, that's funny, coming from someone that slept with over 20 people, someone who is a mm. slut. Yep. Put her out there, destroy her reputation. So the backlash from these comments actually got him banned from VidCon, which is a YouTube conference in 2012, because they were... Kind of saying like Onision was saying, like someone who slept where a lot of people cannot be raped or forced or something. Uh, so he was um, basically, what's the word? I, 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 he was being a dumbass. He was yeah. being an asshole. Um, victim blaming and uh, saying that, what? What'd you say he was doing? What? Saying you can't be raped? He said, pretty much, yeah. Saying someone who slept over with 20 people who's a slut is saying that. And she was saying she felt like it was like a step down from forced. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, fuck that. So Adrian had also briefly reached out to Shiloh and they were kind of supporting each other. And this was like in the time period of Shiloh breakup and Onision getting back together. So they kind of overlap. Really? And... I think Shiloh even made videos later kind of attacking Adrian, but I think that was allegedly more on Onision's part. So based in the middle of a breakup, he gets with this other girl for a limited amount of time and then later gets back with Shiloh. And yes, that's us. a lot of this timelines overlap because Onision cannot be single. <laughs> like, it's, yeah, you always got to have your hooks in somebody. Can't yeah. be alone. That also makes you a sad individual as well. So after this, Onision starts online drama with Shane Dawson and Eugenia Cooney. With o- Eugenia, he is just constantly attacking her because he claims she has an eating disorder. And just making fun of her, telling his followers to send her messages and unsubscribe to her. And it's pretty much all for views. Like, she never says anything back but he like just keeps making video after video after video, like looking at her pictures and saying, look at this, look how sick this looks and dressing up as her and trying to make fun of her. And he, maybe maybe he tried to holler at her and she rejected him. And so he went on a hate campaign. I kind of, and as you, you like the skinny chicks. Now you, now you, uh, 
you got the nerve to criticize somebody and they're not responding and feeding into all your bullshit. So you got to keep attacking them. So you still feel like you got one over on them. Yeah. And I hate when you're silent. I think he saw that his views increased with the drama with Shiloh and with Adrian. And maybe he was just now using that as a way to get more views. Yeah. Cause now you're not funny anymore. All you have is controversy. 2011 is also when Onision drops off the top 100 list of YouTube. And he also meets his future spouse, Kai. When he first met Kai, Kai is a 17-year-old fan. They went by Taylor and then Lainey, but has since transitioned to a man and goes by Kai. I'll just be referring to them as Kai for now. So Kai is 17 when they meet. Onision moves down to New Mexico where Kai lives, stays there until Kai is 18, and they get married and then move back to Washington. Oh, sounds like a pattern. <laughs> it's definitely a pattern. Sounds like a a, a a grooming pattern he has down pat. Yes. Kai starts their own channel under the name Laneybot. The way it is framed on the Discovery Show and online is Onision tells Kai that Kai is bi. And this is when Kai was still identifying as a woman. There is a video where Onision says he is the one who first brought, brought it up about Kai being bi, Kai starts to dive into that and explore it. And at one point, he does shave Kai's head, just like he did Shiloh's. And in 2019, Kai announces they are changing their name to Kai, and he, him are his pronouns. It is also framed as if this was an Onision fetish, and he pushed it onto Kai, I'm not really going to comment on that. I don't know Kai. I did see a video of them talking about Kai transitioning and they address it. And Kai says it was his choice, but it does put thought in people's head. Like maybe that was the end goal with Shiloh as well. And he got it with Kai. And that was just a breakdown with Kai. There's a lot of characters in this episode. So I just wanted to give a rundown. Let's get back to 2012. Of all the, all the people he's abused. Kai starts an online relationship with 15-year-old named Regina. Wait, I'm sorry. Rewind. Say the sentence one more time. Kai starts an online relationship with a 15-year-old named Regina. And how old is Kai at this time? 18. I don't know what to say. I'm going to shut up, right? No, Kai was 19. (laughs) No, 18, 18. Sorry. I'm going to let you finish the story before I say something. Okay. Regina admits she told Kai at first she was 19. But after a few weeks of talking, she told Kai they were 15. Kai didn't really mind, and they kept talking. Uh The talks are very flirty, and Kai is telling Regina about their sex life with Onision. Then Kai sends a picture to Regina in a sports bra and underwear showing, and Regina sends one back. Kai tells Regina to come visit them, but Regina's mom tells her no. Again, Regina is only 15 or 16 at this time. Regina starts talking to Kai on Skype, and one time Kai is topless, which caught Regina by surprise, but she just, like, went with it. Oh, my gosh. Now he's passing his behavior on. That, mm, yeah. (laughs) Another time when Regina and Kai are showing each other things on Skype, and Kai is like, oh, dang, I think Greg has the iPad, and he can see what we're doing. Bringing Onision into the mix. Yeah, because that don't even sound accurate. <laughs> that don't even sound like how that works. But okay. I was thinking of that too. Like, like unless you're talking about security cameras, well, wherever Kai is, if you're talking about like that, and he could see the cameras on his 
iPad. Otherwise, if you're on the laptop with somebody over internet connection, how can another party see if they haven't been logged in? Yeah, it makes it seem like they were both logged into the same Skype and he was just there lurking. Mm-hmm. Or basically, this was the setup or the uh, the plan from the get-go to introduce him. Yes. So Ty and Regina Skype and talk until Regina is about 17. And then Ty tells Regina they have a girlfriend and pretty much starts ignoring Regina and it ends here. And so they Ty is married to Onision, but they kind of do this polyamorous thing where Ty can have a girlfriend. Mm-hmm, as long as she's a teenager. <laughs> I We shall see. I don't know. I don't know. Allegedly. Yeah. As you like to say. <laughs> so someone else who got in the mix was Sarah. Sarah was a 14-year-old and Ty knew it and they also met online. Oh my gosh. Kids, stay off the internet. And it's do you know where they're meeting? It's like on a chat forum. MySpace? No, it's like a chat forum where kind of for these people, for Ty. So mm. the fans are talking about Ty and then Ty comes in and, you know, talks to them and then they get involved. Okay. One of those types of things. Yeah. She is described as a friend of Regina's, but they're like internet friends who met in the chat room. And Sarah was... Also in that Skype, that exchange pics that Onision jumped into. Really? They are, yeah. ta- they are talking until Sarah is 16. And in 2006, Sarah goes and visits 22-year-old Kai and 31-year-old Onision. Oh my gosh, to put the final nail in the coffin. Sarah was having some issues at home and Kai actually becomes Sarah's legal guardian. Oh my gosh, how could they do that? <laughs> Ty would tell Sarah if her and Onision got divorced, she would marry Sarah. In 2017, Onision makes a video saying they're just friends with Sarah and people need to stop talking about it being weird because at this time, people are commenting saying like, Mm -hmm. that's a little weird, you know? And there was a tweet where Ty even tweeted out like, I'm grooming you nicely. That's disgusting. (laughs) Yeah. That's disgusting. And the fact that you had to say it, uh, the fact that you had to address it means that, yes, it needs to be addressed. That you're nasty. And everybody in the public is now seeing how nasty you are. Yeah. Fucking two years of talking to a 14 year old and then she comes over to your house. And then how does how did how were they able to? I don't know. Some some uh, fishy legally is going on or the laws are just that loose that Kai was able to become a. uh, Sarah's guardian. Yeah. While simultaneously being uh, one of her abusers is what I frame it as. I'm just saying how it is. She was 14 when they started talking abuse. <laughs> Sarah says that Onision has her make a video where Sarah's like, you know, nothing weird happening. They're not grooming me. They're just helping me because she did not want to lose Onision. Well, really, she didn't want to lose Kai. And Kai and Onision are a package deal. Mm-hmm. And that's why people are saying that, like, maybe. He's using Kai to lure these other women or girls, actually. I wasn't going to say anything, but until you you mentioned that disgusting Skype situation, I was going to say, is it possible that uh, Onision was uh, catfishing as Kai to these 
uh, young girls. But then when you basically said that they were on Skype together and Kai was topless and all that other stuff, that that uh, she was she was roped into the situation as well, or they were roped into the situation situation as well. So it wasn't just him; it was both of them. But yeah, I could see him using Kai as a like a shield too. I yeah, like and a on- little bit of blackmail, like you're doing this with me too. Online, people are saying like maybe they're doing it together, trying to get these people. Maybe he's using Kai because Kai is younger and Anision's now older. And all it, the above. Yeah, it's icky, but they're like they're doing it legal too. Yeah, and Kai's not innocent in all this. They do ask Sarah to leave, and Onisa makes a video saying she left because they did not want the comments of them grooming her. But six months later, they asked her to come back, but in secret, according to Sarah. In November 2017, just like sexual comments and him being a dick to Sarah, Onision, he kicks her out again. Eight months later, they allow her to come back. Onision is still really flirty and says she looks so much better since she has lost weight. When she is 18, Kai and Onision ask her to sign an NDA and invite her over again. Kai and Onision start having sex in front of her and she does end up joining in. She says she feels like a arm, like, you know, bring her in. Sarah feels like it was all planned. And that was in January, 2019. In July, 2019, it does end. Sarah goes over there when Kai is on vacation and it's just between Onision and Sarah. Onision tells Sarah Kai is getting jealous and this is the last time she is invited over to the house. This whole thing is just... Weird and nasty. It's very weird and very nasty. It's like y'all got a weird ass ritual. Yes. And bringing in new people and exploiting them and then kicking them out and then bringing them back in to be abused by you and then kicking them back out. People online and on the Discovery Show make it seem like Kai is the one luring these women or girls in and doing it so they have to be. Re- Onision. Kai and Onision are denied all of this. Sarah comes out with her story and it starts gaining traction. She gets in contact with Shiloh and Regina. In August 2019, Onision accuses Sarah of raping him and Kai as his defense. Saying they, Whoa, that's a hell of a story. <laughs> yeah. Saying they asked her to sign an NDA and Sarah wouldn't sign it, saying she would only sign it if something was in it for her, basically saying sex. And they want the NDA so she can't come out and say lies about them. That's Mm -hmm. their story. And then what happened? (laughs) Well, she does sign the NDA. um, And then she forces them to have sex with her because she signed the NDA. Yeah, kind of. And then they did. They, they, wait, and is is this just Onison saying this? What did I say his name? Onison. That nigga's name was (laughs) Onison. (laughs) Onision said this did Kai say this as well no Kai is kind of quiet about it it's Onision talking because he's scared yeah so the story doesn't make that much sense and the NDA was just something Onision found online printed out and had Sarah sign so Sarah pretty much says I don't have to you know listen to this NDA so it does come to attention of Chris Hansen. He has a YouTube channel called Have a Seat with Chris Hansen, and people are reaching out to him, telling him to look into Onision. 
Chris Hansen tries to get Onision to sit down with him and talk, but they can't agree on terms. Onision wants money, which Chris is not willing to pay. Onision wants it pre-recorded, and Onision will live stream it, which Chris thinks he would try to make it a joke. Hmm. So, and also, it's, it's Chris Hansen probably could not afford anything. Chris Hansen got some issues of his, his own. <laughs> <laughs> so this is when Chris goes to his house to interview him in 2020. He does not get that interview and has to leave. Ooh, flashback to the beginning of this episode. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> we are now caught up. Kai, at the end of 2019, announced he'll be taking a break from social media, and Onision is deplatformed after people get the hashtag deplatform predators trending, and the documentary comes out without his videos being monetized on YouTube. Onision has made two OnlyFans accounts doing solo videos and has made a website called Onision.net where he posts blogs and forums. Um, he got kicked off of Patreon because he says he posted something like, remember when we were nice to each other or something to someone, but he did not mm-hmm. take out their information from the message. And that was seen as doxing. I didn't really Ooh. look into it that much. I don't know if he did it on purpose. Of course, Onision's defenses, he did on accident. Yeah, but it seems like that's always his defense. So it wears thin. Yeah. That's a, uh, the D platforming thing is a slippery slope. And I had heard about that, but I didn't know when he he said, I'm going to compensate by making some OnlyFans. <laughs> Two OnlyFans. Which if, yeah. yeah, if you think about it, it's smart, but kind of not really. <laughs> People used to getting your shit for free. The sheriff's department has said there is no evidence of any law being broken. He did wait until the age of consent, and he wields that like a shield. Mm-hmm. I can only imagine if they found any photos of the underage girls, they could arrest Kai or Anision for child pornography. But I guess they have not found any of those photos or videos. That's what I'm saying. So many of the things that are so such damning evidence against them are things that either could be erased and not recovered or things that are not really recordable, like the Skype situation where you could prove the date and time that that happened and the ages that both Kai was and um, Sarah and who was the other one? Regina? Regina. Yeah, stuff like that. That would be damning evidence, but you can't recover stuff like that. No. And... I get it. Yeah. Age of consent and all that other stuff. But the fact is, if you have to use that as a shield for accusation of abuse and all this other stuff, it's a fact that you know that a big part of you know that it's wrong. If you if you have to use that defense so uh, tough in multiple situations. Yes, that's a problem. Onision also has come out with a podcast. What? <laughs> and it is listed as self-help. And please. Because he's trying to help himself. If you need to listen to a self-help podcast, freaking listen to Rachel Hollis or something. Like, he only has four episodes. And uh-uh. I think I listened to three of them. And it's just horrible. All the way through to? He's yes. a dedicated man. I- <laughs> and I respect it. I've been going through so many videos and I like hate myself for it. But you, that's why I'd be like, girl, this Katrina episode going to be different than a Jose one. Cause Jose, Jose be reading books. 
Which is he so be, weird because yours are be longer. watching movies. Because <laughs> I know how to run my mouth. <laughs> I know how to I know how to stretch the material. Yeah, I listen to like two and a half or three and a half of his podcast. And I've been watching videos, but I mean, you know, from 2006 to 2019, there's so many freaking videos. And mm-hmm. this, honestly, this subject that we covered with Onision, he's probably the least person I like out of all of them. Like the other ones might've been more horrible things, but He's the they, most they unlikable. Had some, yeah, they had some redeeming qualities about them. This mm. one's unlikable. I don't see how he ever had a fan base. I don't. No, 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 no. They can't. Well, okay, yeah. He he's one of the bottoms, but we ain't gonna act like I didn't cover the Duggar family. That's true, but you can at least see some good in the Duggar family. In the non-abusive ones. Yes, I'm. <laughs> But it was mainly about that nasty son. He's at the bottom. And then I'd say Onison. Onichiwa. I mean, what's this? Onision. Onision. Bro, I'm so glad I didn't cover this man. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I there's been other little scandals. Like I didn't put it in this episode, but they do have two children. Yeah, I don't really like talking about when people have kids because it's not like the kids fall. Oh my god! I'm, oh my! His I'm, youngest daughter, I believe they were two at the time in 2019. Oh, take them kids away! Well, so people were po- like calling CPS and being like, "Oh, um, he's posting these really disturbing YouTube videos. Maybe someone should go check." So CPS uh, has already been over there. Damn, that's and a double-edged in, sword. Though. In that's 2019, which I'm not even. I'm just. I'm just saying the facts. I. I. That's why I didn't put it in this episode because I was debating about doing it or not well it's in this episode yeah <laughs> their two-year-old daughter was in a room and their son was in another room and kai said that the daughter wanted to watch something else on tv so they put them in a separate room and somehow the two-year-old like pushed up against the screen of the window and fell out onto the concrete Ooh. and you know the kid was on the second floor oh shit Okay, you didn't drop that twist until the end. <laughs> oh no. Because I'm just like saying this from memory right now. So if I do anything wrong, sorry. Um oh, but the police God. reports out there, you can read it. And Onision was in the garage because that's where he like does all his videos and stuff and like edits and his computers at. And he heard like this tapping at the garage door and like this it said like a moan or something. And he thought it was the sun who shouldn't have been outside. So he goes inside to like see where the sun is at. And then he realizes the sun's not there. So he runs outside. And I think Kai calls the police or not the police, the ambulance. And the first thing Onision does, which I'm torn about this is pulls out his camera to like show the kid and then show the window. And Onision said he did it because they've already got like calls of CPS and he was just trying to cover it and show he told the police he's doing it to show like the doctor like where the kid fell from. But the police officer said in the report like he found it odd. He found it strange. Uh, mm, <laughs> no, just help your child. Because uh, uh, 100%. Here's, then again, I, if it, I understand. I really do. But at the end of the day, you're, you're, you're a parent. If your child needs help, go to go to your child 
I don't know if the child. I imagine it was. And if there was blood, I mean, I mean, no offense. Some people can put context clues together. If the window's broken or the window looks like it's been fell through, and then the evidence is also on the concrete below, I feel like you don't need to take a standstill picture of your child in a prone, hurt position to prove that you didn't have nothing to do with it. Just grab your child and call the police. I, I get it, but I feel like sometimes the the need to provide evidence does make you more guilty than you may be and i feel like in a situation like that he probably should just i get he was trying to cover his ass but sometimes you just gotta you know and in onision's defense he has put pretty much everything in his life like recorded everything in his life so maybe not when like, he busted <laughs> his ass i bet you when he if he got into a fucking accident he ain't trying to put that on camera first he gonna call for some help i'm just yeah. saying that that's why I they have been very private about their children and I mean good for them. I don't think they surely be exploring their children. Um <sighs> it is weird to me though that Kai is not back online. Like Kai has not been demonetized, so I don't understand. That's what's weird to me. Like if 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 you know what you've done, or if you know that the moment you put something out there, it could be heavily criticized. Some people just don't want to take the risk and realize just to stay your ass away. If you ain't that, got just 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 lay back in the cut. But to me, and this is just my opinion, it seems like if Onision can't be the star, no one can. Oh, are they still together? I saw some rumors about because them breaking then, up. Yeah, but that in makes 2020, more sense. Onision did refer to Kai as their husband still. So I guess they are together. Um, Yeah. So I can't, I can't have a platform. You can't have a platform. Yeah. That's just how it seems to me. Also, there have been, it just said dozens of women have been over to their house, like throughout the years. And again, we're saying women, but a lot of them probably were teenagers who were fans who went to record a video with Onision. So there could be more victims or more grooming. Yeah, I think a lot of times, especially when you're just one person or two very grown people, you just can't be, whether it's innocent or not, you just cannot be the person that has a lot of teenagers and kids around you. It's not a good look. It don't look nice. It it looks creepy. It looks weird. It looks suspicious. And then if you're owning it, and trying to uh, trying to say, well, I'm gonna keep doing this, but y'all need to leave me alone and let me live my life. It's not weird. That looks even more terrible. Have okay, this is kind of a little tangent, but have you read a street card named Desire or seen like the play? Um, no, I watched the Simpsons episode that was uh that was framed. Okay. about a streetcar named desire where it's a horrible book and shit on it <laughs> it's actually really like it's good i just hate the ending really bad okay but there's one character in there blanche and i think that's her name yeah blanche and devero yes <laughs> and costello's the sister um and she is like this older person older woman who always has to be like in the right light and so you can't see how old she is. And at the end of the book, the person that she was like dating, like real mean, like makes her go into light so we can look at her and look how old she is. And <laughs> that, that's a spoiler and everything, but it's a horrible ending. 
And that's all I kept thinking about because Onision still, he looks young, but he also looks like he's in this lighting that tries to make himself look young. Like I looked at I, a picture. He does have a big ass head. But he, I feel he like. kind of grew into it, but yeah, that thing was big. I feel like he's, I don't know if he's trying to look young on purpose. That's what it seems to me. That's my opinion. Like People out, ch- yep. Like, I just think of Blanche every time I see it because he's always in this, like, really bright light. And I'm like, hmm, I wonder if it's to hide that you're a 35-year-old man now and you're still trying to look like a teenager. Yeah, light will wash you out, but it'll also wash away them wrinkles, exactly. the liver spots. That's not funny, but the fact that this man <laughs> put her ass in a light. <laughs> look at how old <laughs> that's like okay like you didn't see it when you was all up on her you was dating her from a distance no because she always has to go out at night and (laughs) like read read a streetcar named desire like if if you guys oh yeah definitely i'm really about to read (laughs) i'm not talking to you i'm talking to the listeners If, if if you guys have read a streetcar named desire or seen the play get back at me on twitter or something because i need to know your opinion on it like I thought the ending was horrible. I felt so bad for Blanche at the end. And everyone always quotes the Stella scene. And I'm like, I was literally about to do that. Cause that's the only <laughs> thing I know. Like, I hate that character. The guy who says Stella, I hate him so much. Okay. And you guys who have watched the streetcar named desire Simpsons episode, get back at me <laughs> on Instagram. <laughs> Because I, I definitely know your opinion. Did you like it? Do you think Marge and Ned should be together? Definitely. <laughs> um, so we do have to start wrapping this up. Do you think Onision has a comeback? Because technically he has not committed any crimes and he's on Twitter posting in third person like Onision is innocent. Onision has been cleared and yet he's still demonetized. And um uh whew, man i've always been saying no but i guess i'm gonna switch it up and just say yes yes oh. because i'm he, he hmm. i feel like we never agree on this <laughs> i do not i think just like he had those dumb core teenagers who were uh behind him about the underage women scenario can uh rally up behind him but he's gonna wait a minute He's before he does like something big again, you know, he, he I guess he was doing OnlyFans or whatever, I guess, to put some content out. But sooner or later, he's going to try for another uh, big breakthrough of dropping videos or content somewhere and somebody will receive it. Will it be heavily marketed and will people be behind it and giving them advertisements and shit? Probably not. But I definitely see a creep ass fan base just like him. Uh holding on to him uh whether because of his past popularity or they agree with him being innocent or they just want to um i guess feed into the drama like they want to see what's next what is he going to do what is he going to say but yeah i I think yeah but not i i I don't support it but yeah i feel like yeah i have a comeback people will be definitely tuning in for the drama of it like what's going on what's he saying just like the EDP situation, if you if you following EDP? that, EDP is this uh, big black dude who was uh, big on YouTube, who was accused of talking to younger uh, to young girls and teenagers uh, online. Hey, should and we was save it for out. a Patreon? 
Maybe, but the short story is that he got called up by some less than savory people as well, who also got canceled. Like it was a whole cancel and a cancel. Love it. Yeah, but none I, of it was legal, so that's what was so stupid about the whole thing. Every time, because you know, I'm going into these people and I'm researching them. I'm looking at their videos. I'm listening to their songs. I'm doing all this. And You're it's visiting like, their first family homes. <laughs> pretty much, <laughs> like I can because like you know i'm i can practice dark arts but <laughs> that's what i feel like because every time i like do like watch their videos i'm like i'm giving them a view and you know i think i got like three voodoo dolls under <laughs> and i ain't gonna say who are the three but i you've been complaining about some pains and i know why <laughs> okay so do we have anything more to add about onision or can we just throw him in the garbage we done with Greg James. <laughs> we do like to end every episode with something positive. A little memento, if you would. Yes. A form of media that we relate to, we want to recommend, that we enjoy, that we want to just talk about. Katrina normally deals with her childhood. <laughs> <laughs> this is her therapy hour. Hundred <laughs> percent. Every media relates to this adolescence or childhood of mine. Um, I like when you go first. So, do you want to go first? Oh, really? Sounds like I need to. <laughs> <laughs> sure, 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 sure. Uh, yeah, I'll go first. I have no problem with that. Uh, I don't. <laughs> mine is like really short, and I guess it doesn't really have a huge meaning to me. But um, for some reason. Uh, I, I'm first of all, it's Titanic, the movie. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. Um, I don't who's know, your favorite character? Uh, Rose, because I love Kate Winslet. Mine's Cal. <laughs> no, I'm joking. That's a joke. <laughs> oh, dang, I should know because I really do love it. Uh, Annie, no, uh, it's something. It, Molly, no, Molly seems Molly? right. We're going to stick with one of them, Annie Molly's. Uh, but <laughs> me and my sister, uh, we recreate that slap scene all the time. So that's what I thought of when you said Cal <laughs> was your I favorite. <laughs> like, of course you want to slap me. <laughs> when, <laughs> when I was a kid, I always thought his name was Cal, like C-O-W. <laughs> he was a Cal. <laughs> but uh, yeah, for some reason, I don't know why I loved the movie Titanic. I've loved it since I was a... Uh, a child uh when it was on vhs on two tapes and then i saw it later when my sister had the the copy and then for i want to say dang i don't know what age you are in fifth grade but i know for that fifth grade year for christmas uh my mom no it was my birthday she got me the box set it was like the 10th or 20th year anniversary box set of uh titanic and I watched it so much like and then it was uh, it was the DVD. So you got the special features. They had the My Heart Will Go On music video, bro. I love that song. I... Every time it's raining, I play that song in my car. <laughs> and I, I play Tina like Turner flying. rain on me, not rain on me. <laughs> I was about to say what? That's the Shanti rain on me. Um, what's the? <laughs> Tina Turner killed that song. What is the rain song Tina Turner plays, sings? 
<laughs> she sings Rain on Me. No, what uh, is this, it? What is it? Tina Turner and a Rain song? Can't, I can't stand the rain. Duh. Oh, that's because I don't listen to the Tina Turner version. Oh, yeah. I was about to say, what? But okay. Okay, sorry. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, I watched the video countless times. Uh, I watched the movie all the time. I don't agree with everybody shitting on Rose about that goddamn door because if they could both fit or if Jack really wanted to get on that door, he would have climbed his ass on the door, but he just helped her up and he stayed in the water. Have I you think seen... he knew he was going to die. It, it just happens. Have you it seen Kiki happens. Palmer talk about it? No, what is oh I, I think she was mad about it though, but like I, on Steve I didn't Harvey, watch it. it's just hilarious to watch. But yeah, they was they was dogging my girl out th- drawing diagrams of the damn door, saying how <laughs> people could have fit it. It is not her I think fault. it was on Mythbusters too. I might be wrong. It was and on then, one show. And then they was talking about she said, I'll never let go, and then let him go. Well, it was a uh, it was a metaphor, you asshole. <laughs> <laughs> she can't get help with a dead man locked on her <laughs> but i did think it was cool slash crazy that she held on to that necklace for that long ass time uh definitely when palm stores came to be that thing would have been in the shop window i would have needed that money <laughs> it's so sad too when those it's sinking and those two old people are just hugging in the bed Oh my gosh, bro. That's kind of not, I mean, that's kind of how it would have went. I, I would have definitely would have had to die first. I'm not about to be dying in a rowboat and I'm not about to be one of the people who fell from the boat and hit oh. the propellers. That shit was crazy. Just let me sink. Uh, let me try to jump off the thing and get shot like old dude. That was crazy. I would definitely be like Cal and say, I have a child. Like, let me oh, I, I definitely see that from you. I 100% see you. And the thing is, I see you going so deep cover until you get off the boat to America. And then for some reason, you just put that child in a car with a different family and take the hell off. <laughs> Fuck them kids. <laughs> oh, my God. But yeah, that I don't know why I love that movie so much. Everybody played their roles. It was good. It was romance. I was really bet. I was really into romantic. Uh movies when i was a child you know before i got woken up there's so many good scenes like the when rose goes to the party when she jumps where not jumps but almost jumps like it's the whole movie's really Mm -hmm. good and and it's long as hell where like she's like bro are you don't have enough boats in here something were to happen and they're like bro ain't nothing about to happen to this boat it's unsinkable i will say you know why i really do love it everybody was like well, there's been theories that came out later, like there were slaves on the boat, which I don't want to think about. But I just like there really? ain't no black people getting killed in the Titanic, the movie. In, in my eyes, black people were saved from that tragedy. They it weren't. was just white people sinking in my world. If there were black people, they were. I know. Shut up. We ain't talking about that, though. Um, anything more to add about your media? Uh, you know, Leo did his thing. Kate did. I think Kate in Titanic made sure uh, when I watched her in that, I watched every single Kate movie afterwards. I've, I've loved Kate ever since. Leo had some good hits in his younger years. They kind of trailed off when he got older. But Titanic started my love of like really watching people's um, 
actor's filmography afterwards. Like if I saw them as something that I really liked as a child, I tried to stick with them later. And that's kind of how I developed my taste until I started to try to branch out and just see what I liked synopsis wise. Did you watch her new one on HBO? Oh no, that's on my that's on my um my list. And my media was almost another HBO show, which we talked about, but I didn't want to do that until next week. Oh, can't wait. But yeah, I do want to watch that. It's on my list, but I haven't had time. All right, okay. you go. F- I actually have two songs. Oh, come on, double duty. <laughs> <laughs> so my first one is pretty short. It is what is it called? It is called Nothing Like This by Alistair X. And I saw it because I now have Hulu with ads <laughs> instead of regular Hulu. <laughs> and they always play that Netflix, not Netflix, sorry. They always play that Old Navy commercial. Not, and the song is Nothing Like This. And so it was like really stuck in my head. So I looked it up and the lyrical video for some reason has bananas in the background i'm like oh my god banana banana like i have to do a banana song and it's (laughs) it's really catchy and it's been stuck in my head and it's like for some reason i've just been seeing bananas everywhere yes (laughs) yeah so that is that one and it's it's good and it's i don't even fuck well maybe like that like i maybe bought a scarf from them and nothing else you know, the only time I've been in Old Navy was when I was with you when we would go to um, the mall. Um, yeah. Yeah. I was like, what is it called? But if Old Navy ever wants to sponsor us, I love Old Navy. We'll go in there all the time, <laughs> buy all the accessories. But so, honorary mention should have been um, Hollaback Girl. You know, it taught me how mm, to spell banana. Yeah. When, yeah. Okay. With um, the sing songy tune. So my second song is Deo, the banana boat song. <laughs> and <laughs> that's because I probably listened to I'm a Banana like a thousand times. I'm like, no, this is not going to be the banana song stuck in my head. So I first heard Deo that I can remember in the movie Beetlejuice. And have uh, you seen yep. Beetlejuice? Yes, I love Beetlejuice, actually. I love Beetlejuice. I had it's a sleeper it. sometimes. Like people sleep on it. Yes. I used to love Beetlejuice and I didn't watch it in a while. And then I was listening to the stream podcast where they like do movie reviews mm-hmm. about scary movies. And they were talking about Beetlejuice. I'm like, damn, I really don't remember this movie that much. So I rewatched it last year and it was amazing. And But Deo's in it. And that's my all-time favorite scene in that movie because it's just hilarious. And mm-hmm. what's, that, <laughs> what's that woman's name who was in Ship's Creek and Home Alone? Cass- Catherine O'Hara? Yes. She's really amazing in that. And, you know, they're just, like, lip-syncing, doing the song. And I love that song. She's a great actress. I always sing, you know, I want to go home when I'm I'm at work (laughs) because I really want to go home. (laughs) Um, Those are my two medias. If you want to listen to the Banana song, listen to those two instead. So we're not giving Onision any views. Yeah, 100%. Don't, yeah, don't listen to that trash-ass meme song. I did it for you guys. You guys don't have to. But yeah, that's a good, that's a good uh, media, especially the last one. I, I don't know anything about your first one. <laughs> Listen to it. It just, it says the same thing over and over, but it's so catchy. And sometimes I even watch the old Navy commercial just because they're just dancing around. I'm like, you dance. <laughs> the thing. I haven't it, been captivated by a commercial in a minute, so. 
I love commercials. I asked, okay, so I deleted Hulu and then I got it back because it was like a bundle with Disney. Yeah, that's what I have. I have Disney for my niece and nephew and I got Hulu again because it's a bundle. But then this time I had ads. I'm like, what the hell? Why do I have ads? And I just ne- never went back and <laughs> got it. Yeah. Changed. I got the bundle with Disney without the ads, which is still expensive. But yeah, I just can't do the ads anymore. Anything- By the way, though, I, I'm sorry. I know we already talked about our media, but love Sister Act. Sister Act going to both on Disney Plus and I watched them at work. It, it may work so much better. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yes. And Sister Act 1 is definitely better than Sister Act 2, and I love Whoopi. Okay. First of all, Sister Act 1 is great. Love it so much. Sister Act 2. Lauren Hill seals the deal. That's all I got to say. If, if Lauren Hill makes it, makes it so much superior. Okay. Okay, <laughs> uh, okay um, now we're done. I'm sorry. No, we're not, because that just reminded me. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. <laughs> this was going to be my media, and I'm just going to say it anyways, because you brought it up. Um Another nun movie that's not that funny, or it's not funny at all, is the movie Doubt. And I oh no, <laughs> I love that movie. Mm-hmm. I love it. If you haven't seen Doubt, it stars Meryl Streep, Viola Davis is in it, and she didn't she win an award for that? And she's like in one scene. She got a uh, Oscar nomination, and she's in the movie for like a minute or less. Yes, and I'm not okay. I like Meryl, but I don't think she's like an amazing actress. But I love her. She's amazing in that movie. And like I've said so many times on this podcast, I love argument scenes and it has a lot of them. Mm-hmm. And I kind of think of that movie a lot when I'm doing these research for this episode, because I always try to go in with thinking they're innocent. So I'm not too biased. And then it comes out. I'm like, you did it. You did it. You did it. And then but you have doubt. <laughs> I, the person I had most doubt about that we've covered so far is Jesse. That I was sending you those memes that I have doubt, mm-hmm. like because yes. I did, I had doubt. I I don't know. The whole Jesse thing is such a, it's 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 all fishy, but uh, the whole thing smells like the fish market on both sides. <laughs> one's trout, the other one's sand. <laughs> but that's just one of the movies I like to look at because I like looking at fighting scenes or argument scenes, not fighting arguments. Yeah, I like people I yelling. It's, it's 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 an interesting movie once you get past like the first like it's for me it had to get going but yeah it ended up being a very good movie. Yes, that's our medias for today unless you want to do a third round. <laughs> and by the way, so I was also <laughs> oh, no, we cool, we cool. Let's close out the show. Yes, this has been actually a really light episode considering we're talking about icky things. Um, oh yeah. If you want to reach out to us, you want to send us your suggestion, you want to send us your media, we you can email us at saveyoursorry at gmail.com, spelled just like the podcast. If you want to send us a dollar or two so I can buy more books, so I can get more subscriptions and watch <laughs> more channels, you can cash app us. That's dollar sign, save your sorry. We do not have a Patreon yet, but it's on the way. If OMW! You are, <laughs> we'll tell you when it's released. If you want to reach us on twitter which i run you can reach us at save your sorry but the your is spelled you are instead of regular and our instagram which katrina runs and jose as well <laughs> jose micromanages <laughs> you can 
That is Save Your Stories about just like the podcast. I think that's all of them. Um, and of course, please rate us five stars. Subscribe, tell your friends, tell your enemies, tell your mom, tell your dad, tell your cat, tell your dog, tell your mm. auntie, tell your mm. uncle, what? tell everyone. And tell Onision, fuck him. Um, yeah, I don't give a fuck if, if he heard me. You or know, you. I've, I've always wanted podcast beef, and that would be a good one. Yeah, we don't want to beef with somebody who we're on the fence about. Let's go straight to to gutter one. Yeah, we're going to beef with Onision. And Drake. I wish Drake, Drake was Bell, something this way. Megan Kelly. Bill Cosby. <laughs> well, Megan got connections. <laughs> I don't care. Fuck her, too. <laughs> but that is all of it. I agree, but I'm just saying, I some of them powerful white people, they be trying to they be trying to kill you, kill you in a town bar. <laughs> okay. That is all for the episode. Thank you so much. It's been so wonderful. Bye.